brethren, Brother Bob here again. This podcast, I'm going to explain that being a faithful Christian requires a believer to do as the Lord commands. Now, that sounds kind of silly, doesn't it? But I'll explain this as I get into this podcast. Psalm chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Help, Lord, for the godly man or woman ceases to be. For the faithful disappear from among the sons of men. They speak falsehood to one another, flattering lips and with a double heart they speak. I know that what I'm going to share in this podcast is going to upset a lot of believers. Oh, well, it's happened before. Now, if you want to be encouraged or enlightened by what I share, please, please, please listen to this podcast with your brain and not your heart. Let me start off by saying this. takes more than faithfulness to be seen by the Lord as being a faithful believer. Now, if you have an analytical mind like mine, you understand what I just said. For most of you, though, what I just said might sound like double talk. It's not. And I will expound on that thought throughout the podcast. Brethren, being a dedicated, faithful, church-going Christian is not the same thing as being a faithful, Bible-believing Christian. Let me say that again. Being a dedicated, faithful, church-going Christian is not the same thing as being a faithful, Bible-believing Christian. Now, it's a good thing to be a faithful churchgoer. So long as you're worshiping in the right church, and so long as you are a true born-again, blood-bought, eternally saved child of God, and so long as you are worshiping the Lord according to his biblical truths. But even then, this world is full of faithful, born-again churchgoers who are not worshiping the Lord faithfully. And that's because a lot of God's people are not worshiping the Lord with his biblical truths. Always remember the very important words of Christ when he said, Any believer who truly desires to worship the Lord, must worship him according to the truths of his written word. Christ's point was that God's people simply can't choose to worship the Lord any way they want to. Our God must be worshipped in spirit and in truth. Those two things are what separates true worshipers from false worship. It says in Psalm thirty-one twenty-three, O love the Lord, all you his godly ones. The Lord preserves the faithful and fully rewards the proud doer. Our Heavenly Father expects his children to worship him according to the biblical truths that he has given to his church. That means not only must the words we use in worship songs be biblically true, but the doctrines that we use to worship him must also be biblically true. Trying to worship the Lord apart from the truths of his written word makes a believer unfaithful. Not faithful. Here's a side note. I did a couple podcasts, the importance of making sure that the worship songs that you use to honor the Lord are not mingled with unbiblical promises. God's people really need to grasp the importance of doing as the Bible says if they want to please the Father. God's people really need to understand that they will not be found to be faithful by the Lord at the judgment seat of Christ if the things that they are being faithful with are not found in the Scriptures. And not only do the things that believers try to do to please the Lord need to be found in the Scriptures, those biblical truths that they are using must be for the church age. I hope you are aware that there are truths in the Scriptures that are not for the church age anymore. I could give you a long list of biblical things that faithful believers are doing today which are not for the church age. Here's one example. Contrary to what many of you are taught, tithing or giving 10% of your stuff mostly money, is not for the church age. The Bible tells us the Lord wants us to be cheerful givers and to set aside how much we've prospered that week, set aside whatever you want to give. You know, and yet millions and millions of believers think they're pleasing the Lord by tithing or giving 10%. That's an Old Testament thing. 
that was done away with once the church epistles were written. Now, here's a side note again. Now, giving to the church is a good thing. Believers can give as much or as little as they desire. The Lord's concerned about cheerful givers, not givers. However, telling the sheep that they must tithe 10% of whatever is a false teaching. And the people who teach that to you are not faithful believers. Another biblical truth that no longer applies to the church age is Acts chapter 2. The good Lord never intended for the supernatural things that happened in the first few verses of Acts chapter 2 to be for the church. It's not church doctrine. The day of Pentecost is not church doctrine. I did a couple podcasts explaining why the whole book of the Acts of the Apostles, which was the original name for the books of Acts, was never intended to be a doctrinal book for the church. And yet millions of people get caught up in the things that are going on in that book. It's a transitional book. It's a book that takes believers from the Old Testament ways into this new thing that's just becoming birth. It's just it's just about to develop and be born, which we call the church. It isn't completed yet. It hasn't been completed in the book of Acts. It is until people got them church epistles, so they knew how God wanted the church to run before that church was finally and completely birthed or came to life. But the book of Acts was never intended to be a doctrinal book for the church. And the only believers who have a hard time accepting what I just said are those signs and wonder seekers who are looking for these supernatural events all the time. These are these believers that live their lives through their experiences and not through their wisdom. Now, a biblical truth that is for the church is that the Lord does not want women to be the spiritual leaders in a church or even in a the home. They are God's rules, not mine. There are a lot of faithful women pastors slash shepherds running churches these days. But guess what? These faithful women pastors are not being biblically faithful to the Lord. Rather, they are being unfaithful because the scriptures are clear that our Heavenly Father does not want women to be in places of authority over men in a church. I can hear it already. Brother Bob, you're so old-fashioned. You need to catch up at the times. To which I would say you're right. I am old-fashioned. 2,000-year-old Bible standard old-fashioned. Saints, when was the last time your, quote, faithful, quote, shepherd taught you about what the Bible says about modesty or divorce or remarriage? Any Christian women who is choosing to dress immodestly is in sin. It's bewildering how unashamed Christian women or teens are about how they dress at a local beach or public swimming spot. How did the Christian believers in the Church of the Living God become so desensitized to modesty that they have no issue with showing up in public in basically their bra and panties? When was the last time your, quote, faithful, quote, shepherd taught you that the Bible says that any believer who divorces his or her spouse for unbiblical reason is in sin? When was the last time your faithful shepherd taught you that the Bible says that any believer who divorces his or her spouse for unbiblical reasons and remarries is committing the sin of adultery in God's eyes. And to not teach God's standards for these things is sin. It's unfaithfulness, regardless of how dedicated and faithful a churchgoer you are. When was the last time your, quote, faithful, quote, shepherd taught you that behaviors like depression and worrying are sins? Sadly, I read a statistic that says as much as one quarter of all dedicated churchgoers are on some kind of psychiatric pill for dealing with the sins of depression and worry. That statistic, if it's true, is really sad. 
When God's people attempt to treat the sins of depression and anxiety with psychiatric pills, they are being unfaithful to the Lord's commandments for how to deal properly with the sins of depression and anxiety or worry. When was the last time your, quote, faithful, quote, shepherds taught you that the good Lord does not want his people sheltering or feeding lazy people? Now, even though your heart, i.e. feelings, tell you that we should be sympathetic to the homeless, God's word says otherwise. Now, it is a good thing to help out true orphans and widows. However, 95% of the people who are homeless are homeless by choice. Church, even when you feel like you're being faithful, when you help the homeless, in reality, you are being unfaithful because you are disobeying God's commandments on how to deal with lazy people. We live in a time when the world and even the church believe that it's a righteous thing to freely give drug addicts more drugs or clean needles as a means for dealing with their addiction. We live in a time when the world and even the church believe that it's a righteous thing to give convicted felons a lighter sentence, foolishly believing that compassion will make them a softer or better criminal. God's people are not being faithful when they tell drug addicts or drunks or criminals that they are going to help them by being soft or gentler with them. Listen to me, church. The only real, lasting, genuine help that we have to offer drug addicts Drunks or criminals is the life-changing message of the gospel of Christ. Any other fix is only temporary. I get all fired up when I think about how unfaithful most shepherds are these days. A lot of God's shepherds have become useless junkyard dogs with no bark. A lot of the shepherds these days are kowtowing down to the pressures of today's wicked and moral societies by faithfully going along with the ways of the world instead of pleasing the commandments in God's written word. It's downright bewildering that so many of God's shepherds have allowed themselves to become so biblically blind and or biblically ignorant to the not-too-hard-to-understand truths of God's written word. God's people are not seen by the Lord as being faithful simply because they are being faithful at teaching or preaching pious, sound, and religious stuff either. There's a lot of that going on. If you go on a Twitter spot or a Facebook page, there's all kinds of all kinds of religious babblers spewing all, all kinds of unbiblical, untruthful promises and teachings and doctrines that sound all pious and holy and sweet. They're just a bunch of lies. They're just a bunch of re- religious jabblings, a bunch of religious gibberish. They're a bunch of unqualified promises that the Lord never gave his people or gave anyone for that matter. Brethren, the only way our Heavenly Father is going to see a child of his as being faithful is if they are faithfully doing as his written word says. Even many of the worship songs that are sung these days are not filled with biblical truth. Sadly, the churches are loaded with worship songs that are not even close to being biblically true. Brethren, the Lord is pleased when those worship songs that we lift up to him in adoration and praise are full of the wonders and the truths and the glories of his word. He's not pleased with those unbiblical words that many humans use in their worship songs, words that come from their heart, and not from the scriptures, as they try to glorify the Lord through worship songs. God is worshipped in truth, not in man's truth, but through his truth. So that means worshipping the Lord must entail God's people using only the truths of his written word to do it. When God's people simply throw up a praise to God through a worship song, or through the sh- or through sharing the truths of his written word with others, or, or simply through a prayer, our Heavenly Father is only going to accept that as worship if we are praising him through the truths of his written word. 
Brethren, listen to me. When God's people go outside of scriptures and start to teach what seems right in their own eyes, they are not seen as being faithful by the Lord, but rather as being unfaithful. 2 Timothy 2.2, the Apostle Paul told Timothy, The things that I have that you heard of my presence, Timothy, teach these to faithful people who will be able to teach others. I believe that one of the reasons why we see so much unbiblical faithfulness in the churches is the fact that somewhere in the not-too-distant past, faithful men and women of God taught the truths of God's written word to unfaithful believers who in turn altered the truths of scriptures in order to appease the sheep who were paying for the lights to be turned on. If you've been to a Wednesday night Bible study lately, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The people, quote, leading, quote, those Bible studies are not only not teaching with biblical authority, they're also not teaching with biblical knowledge. And as a result, these weekly or even Sunday morning Bible studies are run like a social club where everyone is in attendance gets to share their two cents worth of ignorant spiritual knowledge that has nothing to do with biblical truth. And as a result, the people leave these Bible studies more confused than when they first started coming to them. I truly hope you understand that the biblically ignorant person who faithfully leads these Bible studies is not being seen as being faithful by the Lord, but rather unfaithful. And not only that, these ignorant Bible study leaders are just as deceiving as a false teacher, because that's basically what's going on at most Bible studies these days. Now, I'm not saying that to be mean, it's just a fact. If you love biblical truth and know biblical truth, then you are saying amen to what I just said about most Bible studies. Now listen to me, brethren. Our Heavenly Father does not care one iota about his children being sincere about what they're teaching or doing if what they're sincerely teaching or doing does not line up with the Scriptures. Do you understand that? Brethren, you don't have to be a Bible scholar to understand most of God's teachings for his church. There are many biblical doctrines that are quite easy to interpret. Husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church. Christians, love your enemies. Believers, do not commit adultery or get drunk or be gossip, etc., etc., etc. There are many, many, many Bible doctrines that are easy for us to understand. And yet as simple as many of God's doctrines are for the church, many of these simple-to-understand doctrines of scriptures are ignored by believers who claim to be faithful. Brethren, any child of God who's caught up in teaching sincere, pious-sounding, but unbiblically true religious garbage is basically teaching religious gibberish. I truly wish there was a way that I could get more of God's people to see the importance of doing as the Lord commands. I truly wish there was a way that I could get more of God's people to see that at the judgment seat of Christ, God's people are not going to be condemned for being sincere, but for being sincerely wrong about the non-biblical junk that they were faithfully and sincerely teaching or doing. It says in Psalm 15, Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? Those who lead blameless lives and do what is right, speaking the truth from a sincere heart. Those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbors or speak evil of their friends. Those who despise flagrant sinners and honor those faithful followers of the Lord and who keep their promises even when it hurts. Brethren, we do serve a loving Father, but he's also a holy and just God, and the truths that he has for his church are always righteous, and he expects us to use those to worship him. We can never go wrong for striving to do as the Lord commands. However, 
You will most definitely face rebuke and condemnation at the judgment seat of Christ, regardless of how faithful you were, if your faithfulness does not line up with the truths of scriptures. Brethren, if you choose to set aside those biblical truths that the Lord has already established and given to the church, to instead do or teach those things that do not line up with God's written word, you will not hear, well done, good and faithful servant at the judgment seat of Christ, regardless of how faithful you were. Matthew chapter 5, Christ is speaking. He said, don't misunderstand why I came. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. No, I came to accomplish their purpose. I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not even the smallest detail of God's law will disappear until his purpose is achieved. So if you ignore the least commandment and teach others to do the same thing, you will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But anyone who obeys God's laws and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Brethren, if you want to be found by the Lord to be faithful in eternity, then do the do's and don't do the don'ts. Make up your mind to do what the scripture says. Quit going on your feelings. Quit coming up with your own ideas, your own opinions, and just do what the book says. Again, you can never go wrong for doing as the Bible says. Your true friend in Christ, Brother Bob. And again, always remember, the only way to separate a biblical truth from a biblical lie is to know your scripture.